I'm nice. very surprised why more people aren't doing this. I'm like, Amazon already has the infrastructure set up. Your product's already in there. All you got to do is to ask people to feature your product and get commission directly from Amazon. You don't have to deal with any of that. And just don't do it. Welcome to the 10K Collective podcast for six, seven, and eight-figure Amazon and e-commerce sellers, part of the amazing FBA podcast family. If you want to scale fast, target a seven-figure exit, and enjoy the process, then keep listening. Eva serves hundreds of private label seven-figure sellers. To get a 15-day free trial, go to amazingfba.com forward slash Eva. That's amazingfba.com forward slash E-V-A. Ladles and jelly spoons, boys and girls. Welcome back to the 10 K Collective Podcast, the place to be for six, seven, and eight figure Amazon sellers. Now, we're about to talk about direct to consumer website marketing and to a bunch of Amazon sellers, which may sound a bit silly, but my experience is that the bigger the Amazon sellers are, the more likely they are desperately trying to make a DTC site work because they know that Amazon could get suspended anytime, that Amazon has the customers, that Amazon is increasing its ad spend as a percentage of your revenue every damn month, it feels. So it's an important topic to address, nevertheless, for Amazon sellers, i.e. those of us focused on Amazon. Today, we are talking with Farzad from Responder. Responder is actually a software as a link building and digital PR platform that helps e-commerce businesses get organic traffic from uh, Google. And today we're going to be talking about a very underused opportunity, which is setting up your own affiliate network, even if you're focused on Amazon. So Farzad, welcome back to the show. Thanks for coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Interesting topic. I've talked to one affiliate marketing expert before, and I came away with two impressions. One is this is a really exciting opportunity because partly because most people aren't doing it. But number two, wow, this feels quite complicated. I can see why most people aren't doing it. <laughs> so that was my kind of feeling about it. Tell me a bit about this. Should we bother with this in the first place? It does sound a bit intimidating. Absolutely. So first and foremost, what I'm going to talk about in this episode is applies to people who are exclusively selling on Amazon and also people who are looking to have a DTC site. And it is something that in principles you can apply pretty much for every single one. I'm all struck with people who go and create an Amazon business and they, they focus their entire efforts on Amazon itself and do like very little to no promotion off uh, off platform just simply because that that is the way people find a product is that they normally if, the, if you have a need, you normally go into Amazon with the intent to purchase. And as far as searching and browsing goes, a lot of it is oftentimes done off platform. So having to, uh, having basically those touch points within the customer journey goes a long way. Now, as far as affiliate marketing goes in particular, Amazon has the affiliate marketing platform already built in for you. And a lot of people don't utilize it as often, which is, again, very surprising to me. So Amazon Associates basically Amazon giving a cut or commission to people who already have an audience that have basically referred that traffic through Amazon. So everybody's happy. The person who's referring that traffic to Amazon website is getting a cut. 
Amazon is getting a cut and you as a seller is, is increasing your, your revenue. The way you want to go about this is that let's actually go through an example on my cloud. I think it would be a very good way of uh, elaborating this. So let's say we started a mattress business on Amazon and we sell mattresses and each one is a couple thousand dollars. And one of the first things people do in order to find a mattress, most likely is going to Google and looking up, hey, what are some of the best mattresses? All right. So one way to try to get some exposure is to get your website up in the rankings. Now, as we talked about in a previous episode of the podcast, it is quite time intensive and difficult to try to get yourself up to search results. One thing you're not paying attention to is that a lot of websites that are already ranking for that keyword are people that are affiliate marketers, and they're actually getting a cut of every referral they're sending to each one of these mattress companies or through Amazon. So one of the first things you want to do, and this is, again, a variety of different strategies you can utilize. One of the simplest ones to recruit affiliates is what we call a listicle strategy, where, for example, if you sell nail polishes, go and look up, hey, what are some of the best nail polishes? And see what are some of the blogs that come up that are not directly your competitors and reach out to them and say, hey, Michael, came across an article on best nail polishes or best mattresses. And notice you guys mentioned like Casper and Purple and a couple other guys. And we actually have very aerodynamic mattress. I don't know whether that's the right term for mattresses, but super soft mattresses that we sell and we won an award. And by the way, we actually have a store on Amazon. If you were to sign up for an Amazon Associates program, most of these people already are, if they aren't yet. If they're a professional affiliate marketers, most people already have an account. If they were, so you can say, hey, you can go ahead and include our product on here if you were kind to give us a mention. So what happens is that once any traffic, anybody goes through their blog post, finds your product, goes through Amazon and purchase a product, they get their commission directly from Amazon. So you don't even have to touch a thing. You don't have to deal with, with the affiliate. You don't have to pay the commission. You don't have to touch a thing. Just let Amazon handle most of that. You initiated the outreach to the influencer or the, to the person who already has a content and already gets a lot of traffic from Google. And everybody wins at the end of the day. So the process of identifying what are some of these blog articles that you want to reach out to? Finding the right person, getting the contacts, and actually reaching out to them with a relevant personalized pitch. Something that Responder helps automate a lot of that. But again, none of it is magic or rocket science. You can still do a lot of that stuff yourself manually. It's just going to take a little more time. Nice. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So I guess the nice thing about your software, Responder, is that it's an accelerator or an efficiency thing. It enables you to scale, but it's not something you have to just start. So yeah. I like it. And I like the low techness of this. Google your main keyword, see who's ranking for that keyword that is not a direct competitor, contact them and offer to make them money. I think that's, that's a right. pretty sweet pitch. The nice thing as well, if I understand it, and I know these things shift from time to time, and I, I'm not weirdly enough an Amazon affiliate, even though I could, should be, but I mean, I'm an Amazon associate in theory. I just never do anything for it. So that my checks are zero every month. But as I understand it, if you send traffic there and they click on, say, my mattress, and then they don't, people to go ahead and buy that, but they go through and they buy ultimately a different product, then the referrer will still get a bit of a, a affiliate commission. Is that still true these days? So I'm not quite sure of exactly the details that deep in terms of how Amazon's affiliate program works in and out of itself. What I'm really concerned about is actually putting your products out on other people's websites, because a matter of fact is that a very small percentage are actually going to convert. And especially if you're selling a high ticket item like and mattress. But when a website like one of the blog posts is getting 10,000 hits a month, 
then even if you're converting at 0.1% of each, that's still a couple of customers every single month from one blog post that you post yourself. Now, if you try to get yourself mentioned in a bunch of them, then obviously that, that multiplies that over time. The nice thing about it is that it's evergreen. So it's not something that just goes away tomorrow. It's not a one-time one hit. Once you get yourself up in one of these blog articles, people are continuously researching, hey, what are some of the mattresses I need to buy? And guess what they come across? That blog article. So it brings in an evergreen flow of traffic to Amazon. Now, better if you have a D2C site, you don't have to go through Amazon. There's a lot of cheap affiliate marketing tools that you can set up these programs yourself, like First Promoter is one of them, $50 a month or whatever. And you can basically start your own affiliate program where it generates a tracked link. And then you can basically pass on this link to whoever is the blogger or somebody who is got an audience and basically has a blog articles that are already ranking for these keywords. And then once they actually come through this, uh, this special link, you don't even have to go through Amazon as the intermediary. You can do that within your D2C site as well. So it's applicable both to people who are on Amazon and the ones that have their own D2C site. Yeah, very interesting. I'm liking the simplicity of this. I'm sure that in practice, there's a lot of work to be done here. But first of all, if you have a D2C site and Amazon and you feel that first promoter or whatever you use is simple enough to set up, what would your first move be? I guess that depends what you're trying to achieve, doesn't it? Tell me about the reality for your clients. So some people presumably would choose to send traffic to Amazon even if they have D2C because Amazon has like 20x the conversion rates for right. most D2C. There's a very right. powerful reason. On the other hand, why would people send it to DC with low conversion rates? Is there a good argument for doing that if you have both alternatives? Because you don't have to give away the cut to Amazon. And that is the main reason why as a seller, you want to ideally have traffic coming in directly to your DTC site. Now, the conversion rate, that is definitely something that is obviously variable based on the industry you're in, the type of product you're selling. If it's the type of item that you sell through Amazon, like hotcakes, yeah, why change it? You don't even need to focus on your DTC site. Just get more traffic over to the Amazon site. So it's really something that's dependent on you have the number as a seller. What's the conversion rate? What's the sales coming from Amazon versus your own DTC site? And whichever one is going to make you more money at the end of the day is the one channel you need to focus on. Now, the principle of finding these people and reaching out to them with a personalized pitch, that doesn't change. Uh, what matters is that you get that done. And where you point that traffic to is really reliant on how well run, uh, how well you're running your business in, in different channels and whichever channel works best for you, stick with it. The other thing that strikes me, and I don't know what your experience of this is, is that if I'm approaching somebody and I can say, I can plug you into our Amazon affiliate program, or you've already got it, here's our product. That's an easy sell because they know how powerful Amazon is and how well it converts. So it's not just the consumer's behavior, it's the perception of the consumer's behavior, isn't That's it? Right. That matters. Mm -hmm. Whereas, of course, if they're sending my traffic to my D2C site, they might be thinking, well, I'm going to waste my clicks here because I'm going to send 100 people for every sale. So how does that conversation tend to go? So obviously, the better brand awareness you have, the easier it gets for you to convince people that are bloggers to actually link back to your product. And sometimes a lot of these websites that are ranking for best XYZ product, and this is what we call the listicle strategy, are pretty hard to get, especially if you're in a very competitive industry like mattresses or nail polish, stuff that is pretty common. But not a strategy that works really well in getting some of those what I call these hidden gems of influencers, people that are not necessarily, I, I don't like to use the term influencer here because a lot of people think of influencers as like Instagram models and people who post something on their social channels. One good thing, one 
thing I don't really like about it is that a lot of these are one-off. Even if Kylie Jenner posts something about your product on their Instagram, you get a ton of traffic to your website. And guess what? Next week, nobody knows who you are. So I like to build businesses that are evergreen and bring a consistent flow of traffic to your websites. And that's really what matters to me at the end of the day. Because yeah, you move some product that month, but about the next month and the following months after that. So one of the things that we do, and again, that's something that Responda helps you figure out is the is what we call a competitor backlink analysis, where basically you can run any competing product on Amazon that is selling well, that is directly competing with yours through Responda. And it will pull up all the other websites that people are an affiliate of that particular product. So you can get a list of, hey, here are all the blog articles that have referenced this particular product and is also the affiliate of that product. And the way you can know that they don't even need to be the affiliate necessarily, even if they've just mentioned that product, because then you can reach out and have a higher incentive. Hey, you can actually join Amazon Associates and actually receive an affiliate commission as well. So what I'm trying to say is that understanding, hey, what are some of these blog articles that are already mentioning a competing product in there and reach out to these guys, incentivizing them to actually include either add your product or give it a replacement and that, and send them a free product too, right? <laughs> if depending on the ticket, how high ticket your item is. And if, if you're selling keychains, yeah, send them a box. Why not? Get your product mentioned there. And at that those are normally a lot better because really you can also sort that based on the traffic they're getting. So the topic of that article may not directly be as a descriptive or as obvious as, hey, what are some of the best nail polishes? But they're talking about, hey, what are some of the best beauty trends in 2022? And they're not directly necessarily getting a lot of hits for that nail polish keyword per se, but there's a lot of traffic coming to that page. They've mentioned you're competing nail polish in there. And now if you reach out to that writer or that editor of that publication, actually incentivize them to join, include your product and by joining Amazon Associates, it goes a long way in getting more replies. And I would say, um, results in door versus just sticking with the top 10 search results for bell snail polish. So you're going to run out of this pretty quickly, but there's an unlimited number of nail polishes that have quite a lot of coverage that you can reverse engineer and find some really good prospects there. So just to be clear, you can take the Amazon product link and pop it into your tool and then it will spit out who's referring to that link sending traffic. That's right. That's really awesome because I guess that Google is like the front door of the world, isn't it? Everyone's in there. And if you've got best X, then best nail varnish. <laughs> I don't know why two guys are discussing nail polish, unless that's what you wear at weekends. Fuzzard, I don't know, but I have no knowledge of it. But we're discussing a product. I use the I clear no, ones. Yeah, the clear ones. I say, yeah, I have no knowledge of this product area. But anyway, mattresses for the extreme. But either which way, I can see why that's really powerful because most people aren't going to be doing that. It's fairly obvious that the best x on google is going to get a lot of people contacting them mm -hmm. and they're probably deluged in emails and their, That's right. their va is probably being given strict instructions to make the job through hoops like most of the people who apply to be on there at the podcast these days for mm -hmm. example but uh, for the guys who aren't contacted so often that's going to be a much easier conversation possibly even exciting to them rather than oh god yet another person reaching out that's really cool there's an old phrase a business coach of mine used to use which is a buyer the best way to know whether somebody's going to buy your stuff is somebody who's already bought your stuff and the best way to know somebody who wants to do Amazon affiliate type marketing is somebody who's doing Amazon affiliate type marketing. Right. I really like that. There's, yeah. It's just very simple. I guess you need the tool to do it. Tell us a bit about the tool because we've mentioned it in passing. You were so kind last, last episode is to tell That's people right. not to use the tool, but we also <laughs> mentioned what it does. For who is it, who is it relevant for then? When should people consider right. using a tool like Response? 
Absolutely. So let me give you an example really quick. So for example, one of the, we actually cater to a lot of agencies and that's, and that do these type of work for e-commerce stores. We got a company that's a book, com- book publishing company. We've got quite a few of them, but there's like one that was quite interesting for me. They help authors that sell books on Amazon to get more book sales and guess how to do it. They go on to that top sell category or a best-selling category or best-selling items in that category. And they run each one of these books through Respana and it will pop out all the blog posts, news articles, everything that book has been mentioned in. <laughs> and they reach out to those writers and say, hey, we just released a new book. Notice you guys have talked about X, Y, and Z book. And uh, for example, if you write, release a book on business uh, or Amazon dropshipping, there's like a, a book called Zero to One by Peter Thiel that's gotten a ton of exposure. So you can reach out to, because people who have talked about that book and they've already gotten some exposure and are sending traffic already to that book are potential targets for you to reach out to and incentivize them to work with you. Send them a free copy of that book and incentivize them to actually join your Amazon Associates program and, and get a cut of for every single referral that's sent over to your book. And they charge that client, that book client, thousands of dollars a month uh, for something that Responder helps you do pretty much automatically for $99 a month. So it is something that's worth the effort if you're looking to do this in-house. And it's not rocket science. It's not something that you can delegate to a junior staff member. I always recommend folks, entrepreneurs, to start doing things yourself, get a sense of how to delegate and how much resource it will take. And then it's set a lot better expectations for people who delegate this to you and pass it on to someone to a marketing team to do this on an ongoing basis. And so Respond itself, just so I can tell you what it does exactly, is first identifying, helping you identify what are some of the right publications you need to reach out to. And then more importantly, who do you need to reach out to at that publication? Who's the editor? Who's the content writer? Who's in charge of the editorial? Get that person's contact info and then sending them a personalized pitch and incentivizing them to work with you. And that conversation opener is really what the main goal of Respondo is. Now, we everybody starts at $99 a month. That's our pricing. And it basically also gives you a free onboarding session. So we actually sit down with your team and train them how to use it and give you a 30-day guarantee. So for any reason you don't like it, you just get your money back. It pretty much as good as it gets. We give you all the tools you need to be successful. But if you're just starting out, you have zero dollars in revenue and you have time on your hand, you're like, hey, I can do this myself. Definitely do it yourself manually. There is nothing stopping you, right? So you can definitely start looking up, hey, what are some of the articles that mentioned that book? You can Google that article. Who is the writer? You can Google that person. You can do some digging around, finding that contact. You can manually email them, right? It is going to take significantly more time, but it's not impossible to do manually. Get a sense of the process and start doing it yourself. Get a couple of mentions, sell a few books. Now you're like, hey, this is awesome. We can scale this process. Now it becomes a no-brainer to pay for a tool like Respondent. It's 99 bucks. So that's where I would put it as. Just stop paying for all these fancy tools from the get-go. Get a sense of proof of concept. Get some of that stuff out the door yourself. And then you can, you can use these tools to accelerate that by saving time. Nice. Yeah. I like that a lot. It's By the way, Delegating without doing it yourself is always risky because you don't know whether the person you've hired is competent, incompetent, or just whether you're asking ridiculous amount of work for the month. Right. I have a bad habit of doing that for myself and for others. And then, yeah, you can't really assess the quality of their work if you don't understand it. So, yeah, it's right. very hard to delegate something you haven't tried yourself. And as you say, if you're starting out, or even if you aren't starting out, but you haven't done it yet, trying to do this yourself, if nothing else will make you appreciate, you put a value, is $99 a month good value? 
you don't know until you've tried it. If it's taken 20 of your hours and you put a value in your time of at least 50 bucks an hour, let's hope it's more, say 100, then it's worth a lot, isn't it? And you can't, these are individual decisions, as you say. So I think you're That's way right. wise to frame it that way. But I really love the simplicity of this. It sounds very doable. I really like the fact also for anyone who's an Amazon-focused seller, it's not a big deal to go on Amazon, get some links from that, pop them in a tool or manually research yourself if you wish to, and then contact an Amazon affiliate to say, do you want to use an Amazon? Well, they already know about the Amazon affiliate program. So presumably you just give them a link and that's okay. pretty much it, right? That's as simple as that. And I'm nice. very surprised why more people aren't doing this. I'm like, Amazon already has the infrastructure set up. Your product's already in there. All you got to do is to ask people to feature your product and get commission directly from Amazon. You don't have to deal with any of that. And they just don't do it. And I don't understand why. I guess they just didn't know about it. So hopefully now we've <laughs> educated people about it, we hopefully have given some people like a real aha light bulb going on moment there. Yeah. The, the other thing that strikes me is Amazon's going to like this, which is unusual because a lot of the stuff people do on Amazon to get more sales is basically gray hat. It may not be black that's right. hat because that's really seriously stupid. If you want to sell your business in future, any hint of that is going to make it unsellable. So it's really particularly dumb in my opinion. That's but right. a lot of what we do is against the grain. Amazon will let you do it for now, but they're probably going to put a TOS update in place for three, six months time because they don't like it. This is something they're going to love forever. Why would Amazon not want external traffic coming to your listings? They love it. So this is going to, it's tacking with the wind, not against it. I like exactly. that as well. So for all these reasons, this is great stuff. So if people want to learn more from you about this kind of stuff, where do they go? What do they do? Sure. So we have a lot of free educational material, as I mentioned, uh, Michael, on our website, respona.com, R-E-S-P-O-N-A.com. And you have a ton of free content out there. Definitely go and check it out. If you'd like to connect with me personally, my name is Farzad Rashidi, and there's not a whole lot of them out in this world. So I'm pretty easy to spot there. <laughs> so you yeah. should be able to, you should be able to find me somewhere on the, on, on LinkedIn. That's normally my best. Yeah, definitely. The advantages of an unspellable names like my name, VZ, V-E-A-Z-E-Y. -E -E Nobody can That's right. spell it, but if you can spell it, you'll find me online because <laughs> the other Michael VZs <laughs> that occasionally there are funerals in America involving Michael Vizes, it seems, but that's like the one thing on the front page of Google that isn't me. So join the club. Foz, I love the simplicity of this. I really like it. When it's simple, but people aren't doing it, that's a great thing to be doing. Absolutely love it. Any other things I should have asked you about this kind of affiliate marketing strategy? I think that's it. I always recommend people to stop listening to these podcasts, stop reading and go start doing some dealing. And that not only is the best way to learn how to do a lot of this stuff. And one thing I'd like people to take away from this episode today, if you're listening to this episode, whenever it comes out, go send one email to one affiliate, one person that you think your product would make a nice fit to on the, on the blog. Just do and see what happens and let's see if you like it. And you go through that process and just get into the habits of understanding, okay, what are some of these places that I could easily place my product and everybody would win. And then it be, almost becomes idiotic not to do it because it then be just leaving money on the table. Yeah, I like it. Like it. Action, not talk. There's a, a great TV program I used to watch called Why Don't You? It's back in the 80s, so I'm dating myself. And it said something like, it was the, the theme song said, why don't you switch off your television set and go do something less useless instead? <laughs> so that's good advice for you listening to this podcast. Luckily, that this is the end of the podcast and of the live as well. Fazal Rashidi from Respondent just remains for me to say many thanks for sharing some fantastic, actionable tips today for driving more traffic and more sales on Amazon. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on the show, Michael. Thanks for listening to the 10K Collective podcast for six and seven figure Amazon sellers. 
I really hope you found the show helpful to you. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please do leave us a quick star rating. It will take you all of 30 seconds to do it, but it does mean we can be found by and help many more e-commerce business builders. I wish you fast and profitable scaling, and I hope you enjoy the process of building your seven-figure Amazon business. Thanks very much for listening.